Hi, this is Danny Smith. Coming real soon, we're going to have a brand new addition to the St Albans Podcast family. The St Albans Podcast Theatre Show, hosted by Ben and Susie, will be with us and we'll be looking at everything that's happening in the local theatre scene. There will be news and views and reviews of all the local productions. We'll be looking at productions in particular from the Abbey Theatre, from the Maltings Theatre, from Trestle Arts Base, and from uh, theatres in Harpenden, Radlett, and beyond. Uh, that's the St Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. And as a taster, because this is in fact a test broadcast for that new podcast, here is an interview that we did with... Izzy and Sarah from Duality Theatre Company. They are currently in a play that is on at the Abbey Theatre Studio. The play is called Modern Dance for Beginners and it is on until Saturday the 25th of May. Do go along if you can because it is phenomenal. I have just come back from it and it is excellent. So get to see that if you can. And here is the interview now that was originally on the St Albans podcast last week. Joining us now on this week's St Albans podcast, I've got Lily and Sarah who are here uh, from the Duality Theatre Company uh, talking about Modern Dance for Beginners, which is on at the Abbey Theatre from the 21st to the 25th of May. Uh, hello, uh, welcome along. Hi. Hi, Danny. Thank Hi. you. Uh, th- thank you very much for coming in. Uh, so uh, this is a play that's on, as I just said there, down at the Abbey Theatre, but it's from Duality Theatre. Now, often the things at the Abbey Theatre are the company of 10, mm-hmm. um, but um, we heard uh, from them not too long ago and they were telling us that there are other theatre companies they work with as well yes um so uh duality theatre company it's, it's local and it's quite new is that right yes that's right um it was set up by um a local actor called pete bryans um he's a man of many skills and one of those is uh, his his passion and interest in theatre as well as acting um he's also producing theatre locally and he's very committed to it um he set up duality theatre company um with the intention of creating two productions a year um each production having two members of cast in it so very kind of small intimate uh, productions um one is supposed to be kind of a tragedy or something quite somber and one to be a comedy and modern dance for beginners is very much our comedy um so yes it's a new company and uh, one to support because pete's a local resident he performs down at the abbey theater as well and for other local companies like ovo um i'm very excited to be working with him in, on this production okay uh, so um Yes, so so they only put on two handers. Effectively. Mm-hmm. Yes, is that is that limiting? Is that quite a challenge? Or are there millions of these plays out there? Oh, that's a good question. I think there are quite a few to choose from. But um, I think he's also interested in commissioning new work. So it's just giving the company a theme, if you like. Right. Duality. It's just quite nice and it keeps um, keeps it intimate, keeps it flexible. Okay. Um, for example, modern dance for beginners. We are um, engaging in a very tight rehearsal schedule. We have one week to put on our play. Um, yes. Wow. <laughs> Danny's looking shocked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, my, my brief experience of these things, you need months to mm. uh, to put this together. You, a week. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, so Paul, Lily, you're you're one of uh, the actors, well, you're one of the two actors in mm-hmm. this. Um, I am. And, and just a week. Yes. Uh, it's, it's been different, actually, because learning all of the lines before we go into the rehearsals is different because usually you learn as you go along. Um, but I think it will really give us a chance to delve into the characters and really become them for the week because it'll be a nine to five everyday rehearsal. And we'll really be able to immerse ourselves in the characters. So I think it's going to be yeah, absolutely fantastic and definitely a new experience for me. 
Okay. Um, right. I was just about to ask, have you done this before? So, so you've not done an intensive um, week before then you just go and do it. This is quite new, is it? Yes, this process is um, for me. I've been in other productions. I was in Butterflies Are Free, which was a company of 10 production, um, and also something at the Barn Theatre, the Priory I was in. But again, those were a couple of months leading up to... Um, our performances so this one is is definitely more immersive but I'm excited about that I think it's going to be fantastic oh, yeah. okay really um, exciting. so you uh, so the play starts on the 21st of May and so the week then it, so that means that what well, you're starting around about the 14th of May with the rehearsals is it yeah we're starting on Monday right okay on Monday the, is it the 13th yes wow yeah. that's yeah. The- <laughs> very exciting <laughs> <laughs> okay. we should yeah point out for the purposes of the podcast mm. as well because this is actually uh, the, the episode comes out on the 15th so you would have started two days ago mm-hmm, so if right, we were yes. really clever I could have said oh so how's it going so far and you <laughs> made something up yeah, yeah I did wonder about that actually no, but no. no we, <laughs> the, the, I'm sure the listeners cleverer than that they oh, work out so that too. a podcast isn't live um, so uh, tell us something about the play uh, Sarah you're the director of this mm. so, so you you yeah, tell us uh, something of the play itself. Sure. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting one. It was written in 2002 by um, a playwright called Sarah Phelps, who writes a lot of stuff for the BBC. Um, she's quite a prevalent writer now. Um, but it was one of her first plays, and it was commissioned by the Soho Theatre Company. It was um, first produced there in 2002. I think she had sort of previewed it at the Finborough Theatre in London as well prior to that um, with Rose Bruford College. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a short, it's a one-act play um it's got uh, two actors in it but they play several parts and it's a sort of merry-go-round of relationships each character has a different relationship in each scene and uh, we explore those relationships and the pros and cons the pain the suffering mm. the humor uh, that embeds them and yes it's it's fun it's it's um I think we've described this as for over 18s. Um, so it's very yeah. much based in the bedroom, um, but exploring, uh, yeah, just sort of what happens when people have these affairs. And uh, If there's a way that you really want to try and get 15-year-olds in, it's you tell them it's for <laughs> it's, it's, it's very X-rated. Yeah. Um, so come on down. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, Lily, tell us a bit about your character. Uh, well, I play... Four, four characters, sorry. Mm, that's fine. I play four characters and uh, Matthew Short, who is the male lead, he plays another four. Um, so there's probably two lead characters, Francis and Owen, um, and it's cyclical, so it starts and ends with them and you watch them on their journey and how they interact with other characters. And along that journey, you learn more about them. And um, what I like about it is you kind of experience the fact that people think about one character that they they really love them and then another person will interact with them and think oh they're the worst person in the world uh but it's all very relatable i think if you've ever been on a a bad date or (laughs) had some misdirected love and been in love with the wrong person Mm. um there's a lot about marriage in there as well so i think there's so many relatable themes uh which makes it really interesting to watch and i think that makes it so that people of different age ranges can pick up different oh, things from the performance as well yeah there's okay. something in something in there for everyone i mean the although we're using the same actors for playing those different parts there's quite a, a broad range of ages in those characters aren't there and uh, mm. uh you know it's exploring marriage or first dates or kind of relationships and yeah it's 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 so funny though i mean it has to be said this is a comedy yeah. and it's it's, jo- it's a joy to watch and to listen to. Okay, we're going to have more from Lily and Sarah a little bit later in today's podcast. 
Lily and Sarah are here with us uh, in the studio today and we are talking about Modern Dance for Beginners. It's on at the Abbey Theatre from the 21st to the 25th of May. Uh, it's a two-hander. Uh, there's just two actors in it playing eight parts in total. Uh, Lily, does that mean there's a lot of costume changes? <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're discussing how we're going to work that out because... Uh, there will be costume changes throughout and there's also going to be some dance and some movements and physical theatre within there um, and the costumes along with other physical attributes accents and, and a variety of things will help us differentiate between the characters to symbolise to the audience that we have changed into a new scene so I think we're going to be creative in how we're working that out the different changes Okay, mm. and, and this is on at the Abbey Theatre studio so yes. um, you, I gather that as performers then that gives great to flexibility because it's not a, a fixed traditional stage you, mm-hmm. can, you can decide you know how like where you want the audience you can oh, decide yeah. about the setting and, and things like that mm-hmm. does that make it easier or more difficult I think it just um, opens up the possibilities and we have talked about the seating and how we're going to arrange it and we're having uh, the audience on three sides so um, Lily and Matt do not get a break and they don't leave the stage once Um, so all those costume changes you you referred to um, that's where the humor is going to come I think you know Mm. apart from the fact that the dialogue itself is is hilarious the fact that our actors are going to have to get changed very quickly to music on stage and uh, (laughs) we picked some really uh, fun numbers it's going be really upbeat um i think previously we've referenced um strictly come dancing and um flea bag as a sort of reference points for okay. sort of two productions that we feel the two well-known bbc series that we feel are, have influenced the way we've approached this um flea bag being you know it's the, the content is is pretty filthy at times to be fair but uh <laughs> but it's also wonderful and it's so relatable and it's it's absolutely um authentic and everyone's been there so you know that's what we're trying to get to and and with the music i think i just wanted to make sure that it was fun in between the scenes that we brought some music in and made it kind of almost a, a parody of strictly come dancing where you know this toe tapping fun and yeah lily and matt will be dancing yeah. it should be just it should be riotous in places which is what we want okay i saw something quite recently where there was um uh, one actor playing he was just he's kind of playing one part but there was two versions of himself one was like if a pathway went in one direction one if it oh. went in another direction mm. and he had to keep changing because uh the one pathway he basically wore white and the other one he wore black and they had to use doubles on occasions to kind of go across the stage while he was actually off getting changed and oh. uh, and and i thought it was an interesting thing but the mm. doubles didn't really look anything like him which oh. <laughs> kind of took you out of the moment a little bit yeah, but also made tricky. you laugh because I think I recognised somebody who was doing that I thought <laughs> I know him and that's not the actor fantastic yeah, yeah. I mean there's so many possibilities with theatre these right. days and we're trying to sort of push the boundaries and get okay. the audience to challenge them to engage right. them and uh, make them think about because if, if your male actor does need a double though you know I mean if I don't know I don't know what he looks like but if he is like you know sort of rugged and handsome and, 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 and well built and that mm. I'm available if oh, well, you need I was going to ask you, Danny, to be honest. Good to know. First thing I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So if people are interested in getting tickets for uh, Modern Dance Beginners, Mm. is that through the Abbey Theatre website? Is there somewhere else they get them? Good question. Yeah, you can um, certainly get them through the Abbey Theatre website in the usual way. But also, if you go on to dualitytheatrecompany.com, which is the Duality Theatre Company website, um, not only will you find information about the play, uh, past play, and any forthcoming productions, um, you'll also be able to book tickets directly through there. So I would suggest that anyone interested goes there first okay um, we've also got a twitter and instagram feed so um and facebook as well okay so do you have to know what those socials. things are lily you might do 
Um, so again, if you search for Duality Theatre Company on there, um, then you will find it on Instagram and mm-hmm. on Facebook. Okay. And likewise, you have my, myself, Lily Prouse, or Matthew Hugh Short. We have the links for tickets on our biographies on our Instagram so you can have a look and follow us on okay. there we will go and try and find what those things are I don't really understand some of those things <laughs> I, I've heard of an Instagram I don't really know what one is um, there's lots of pictures on there and very exciting things that Pete keeps lay, you know, putting up there okay. so, yeah, well, updates we, yeah. will, we will find those things and uh, we will link to them from Thank our you. website cinnamonspodcast.com and from all of our social media stuff but uh, in the meantime Lily and Sarah thank you very much for coming in thank, thank you for so having much. us uh, thanks for, for, for sharing this great production and um, oh I know what I was going to do just uh, just before we finish mm-hmm. um, Sarah you've actually just sort of hot footed it from another production <laughs> that you are directing yes. which in fact the day that we're recording this you've still got two shows left of that production oh, no, and have. then you have about a week and then you're starting another one yeah I think I have a day off okay. um, Sunday first off is that crazy yes okay <laughs> yeah and secondly though it's it's been a very warmly received production this is things i know to be true things i know to be true which we by Andrew the, Bovell. yeah mm-hmm. which we on the podcast came to see last week and we yeah, loved it um uh, how has that been and and oh. that's a different experience because it's not been a a, a concentrated one week rehearsal no. and then straight in you, yeah we started rehearsing for that in february um i kind of did it in, th- in three phases because there was a period during which we had no space to rehearse and uh, we were quite nomadic in that period so we kind of uh, kind of got familiar with the lines and did a bit of table talk talking about the characters and so on and then um, we had a break during which the cast could learn their lines and we were kind of going from lounge to sort of people's front rooms and things going through stuff and uh, and then we came back into theatre and we were in various different spaces and then our final uh, phase we were on the main stage which is where the production is taking place and uh, the the set building team there had to uh, created what was just initially a design that I'd put on a piece of paper into this most incredible set with mm. a 14 foot tree and a shed and it's just stunning but the the actors themselves I have um, six actors in the play and they've all brought so much to the characters it's a, almost like a real family they're amazing and yes I think pretty much everyone who comes to see it has, has been moved and um, sometimes brought to tears and it's such a beautiful tender play that mm. yes I've absolutely loved working on it okay um, when you when you direct a play how mm. much of the play is actually already there in the script you know the stage directions are there the, mm. the you know suggestions for, for the the setting and everything else and then and you just have to put that on and how much of it do you have to really kind of reinvent or or go away and work on you know I mean and in particular thinking of these two productions the one you've just done and the one you're about to do how much of it's already there and how much of it do you have to kind of generate yourself that's a great question I think um certainly with a play like things I know to be true I mean there were some specifics like for example Mark's character gives a monologue on the top of the shed I mean I could have created that in a in a different way but we actually did build a six foot shed on the stage and he does sit on it and the shed's quite a feature of the piece um we've added in physical theater because it was originally produced um in london in collaboration with frantic assembly who are our physical theater company um obviously they weren't involved in our production but um we wanted to sort of nod the hat to to that genre um I just tried to recreate uh, authenticity. So, for example, with accents, um, it was set in Australia, um, but we decided not to use accents in our piece. Mm. I just wanted the characters to be as real as possible. So things like that, those are my creative choices, things about the lighting, design and the sound. And we used a lot of music in that piece. Um, It was important to me to use the music to underscore things and and bring out the tenderness of the dialogue, which um, I tried to do. So those are things like my choices and obviously the casting. But, yeah, it depends on the play, to be honest, Annie. 
Um, and, and what about with um, uh, modern dance for mm. beginners? How much of that's already there on the page, and how much of that ha- do you just sort of like stage think- directions wise? I mean, I don't think it's dictated in any way as to where the characters are. Um, the things like you know. I think in the dialogue it was suggested oh, they're in an uncomfortable position, for example, and they might need to move to some, or they're in a bar, um, or in a in a hotel bedroom yeah. or something like that. So those things are dictated. But in terms of staging, hmm. um, no, it's a, it's a blank canvas really. And, and and as a director, would you ignore that anyway if you thought no, I don't see it that way, or, or do you feel like if it's <laughs> oh, written down, you've got to stick to it? I respect the writer's art, so no, I would always try and, and stick to what's there and what's given. But it, not everything's there. So again, that's my job to bring it to the stage to bring it to life to make it exciting to think right. about where the characters are standing and how they bring those those lines to okay. and Lily answer. as one of the actors have you ha- had a moment where you've kind of thought no actually do you know what I don't think my character would say that <laughs> do, do, <laughs> do, or, or have you you know do, again do you kind of take what's on the page or or are you able to to inject something of of, of you know thoughts that you've had mm. into it you know do you get to shape it much or do you just have to do as you're told well I think there's reading what the character says but there's a lot to do with subtext and um, your body language and how the character is going to stand and how you think they would hold themselves and some of the backstory is written and, and the character will be developed in the script um, but other parts will be something that I, I will come up with myself I like to do uh, mood boards and uh, and kind of reference parts in the script well this makes me think that my character Francis would wear these clothes or is in this kind of mood um, so it's about for me dissecting the script but then also feeling the words as you say them and trying them in in different ways and not going with the obvious that it says in the script but actually trying maybe a humour with it if it's not humorous or the other way round to get the subtext or to get a different meaning to it as well and then playing around and seeing which works better okay Wow, I mean, it's, it really does sound like you think about these things. You don't just just learn the lines, turn up, say, yeah, and try not to fall over the furniture. Yeah, the actor's craft is is so important. I think certainly for my role as a director, I don't want to be a didactic director. I don't want to be saying stand there, do it like this, say it like this, because that's the actor's craft, and it's about enabling that um, creative output, if you like. Mm. And you know that things that Lily's referring to, looking at the subtext. What does that line mean? Where? What is the intention behind that line? What do we want for the audience? What do we want the audience to mm. feel when you say that? Do we want their sympathies to lie with this character or that one, and why? Those are the kind of conversations we would have. Um, and then beyond that, making sure they're standing in the light, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the practical yeah. notes, and and, you know, and not falling over the furniture. And not. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Modern Dance for Beginners is on from the twenty first to the twenty. 5th of May. It's on at the Abbey Theatre in the studio. Uh, more information and tickets can be found at dualitytheatrecompany.com uh, We wish you every success with the production. Thank, Thank you, you so Danny. much for joining Thank us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us.